0: This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people.
1: Well, good day. It's Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday afternoon or morning. You never know which day it'll be, which time it'll be. You'll actually always know it's Tuesday. So, Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls around the world. Let's get ready to broker. And now in the MOS corner by way of Boca Raton, Florida, he is the chair of the Beaches MOS Board of Directors. He's also the past chair of the MOS Committee at the National Association of Realtors and the current chair of the MOS Emerging Technologies for NAR. He is the Productivity Coach at Keller Williams Boca Raton. He's also running as the 2024 candidate for Secretary of Florida Realtors. He likes his meat medium rare and loves long walks on the beach. Stand up and make some noise for Jeffrey for F.R. Levine. Oh, wow. That is the greatest <laughs> introduction that I've ever had
0: in my entire life.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that. I, uh, I will take that as a serious compliment from you, mm-hmm. Um, listen, thank you very much for coming. You know, um, you know, Breakfast with Brokers evolved over the years and we were just uh, kind of reminiscing about um how I had uh, you know, a pocket phone and uh it might have even been a flip phone back then. Uh it wasn't. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's how we filmed it. And now we're here we are in a professional studio in Pod Populi in uh Royal Palm Place in Boca Raton. And uh and here you are for the second time to really uh give us um some information because things have changed a little bit in the last five years. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> What's changed? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: where do we start? How long do we have? Well, Thank you again, David,
0: for having me here. And, Wow, yeah, I was like, I think it was one of your original uh, guests yeah. when we started this back in the day. And wow, yeah, it's amazing here um, at this location. Well, a lot of things have changed, David. Our industry has changed, the markets changed, um, the way agents do business has changed. We've gone through COVID since then, also. Um, that was a big change of sure. the industry. You know, we thought we were getting back to some normalcy, and then uh, the Fed hit us with some interest rate hikes, and, and that's, you know, that's changed things. Again, I mean, sellers had a great, well, homeowners had a great opportunity over the last few years to refinance to very historically low interest rates. Um, but we're starting to see a little effect of that now. In yeah.
1: Market. No, the, I mean, the market definitely, you know, um, you know, when we look at um, the MOS, right, uh, multiple listing service and, you know, for consumers, you know, you, you think about the MOS, you know, really agents don't really you know, they, they, they believe that the value of being with a Realtors Association or NAR or, a local, you know, in a local state association is really the MOS, right? It's the tool and whatnot. How has that changed? Because the MOS is a lot more than that. It's almost like a mini tech company nowadays with all the tools and, and suites that they offer.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's all about the data, David. I mean, I, we could write a song about that. It's all about the data. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it, it you is You want all me to sing it? Or? Yeah, no. <laughs> <but> that, <laughs> that for some, some reason, I've seen somebody else sing It's all about the data. Um, at the end of the day, that's what a multiple listing system is. It's a database, right? It's a database of all the available listings um, and historic data of sold listings, expired listings, pending listings. It helps the consumer, of, of course, um, make some great decisions on the, on the buying process. And, of course, it allows agents to sell properties listed by different brokerages and different agents. So it is, a you know, it's fundamental. The MLS has been a cornerstone of an industry for so many years and, and so many businesses. Business practices have built, been built around the MLS, quite frankly. Um, I
1: mean, where is another industry, right? Um, had the cooperation, collaboration um, that we've had. And one tool basically kind of cemented the culture of what a realtor and the value of a realtor is in that we cooperate, that we collaborate with other agents. Even though we're competitors, we're collaborators as well.
0: Yeah. And as, you know, And the real winner is the consumer. Quite frankly, the consumer it allows the consumer to list their property with an agent, either be represented by as a single agent or a transaction broker, but expose their properties to every other agent in the multiple listing system, and has all those eyes on the properties for for it to be sold.
1: Sure. And, you know, when you look and and some of the myths and misconceptions of what a consumer's view um, of what the MOS or even, you know, we won't get into crazy, you know, integral parts of the DOJ and and, and lawsuits and stuff. But, you know, when you look at the uh, the actual premise of what their argument is, I mean, their argument is basically that it's anti-competitive when it's couldn't be further from the truth. No. Like it literally brings in competition. Could you imagine? I mean, listen, it's already been proven. We look at uh, across the pond, right? And <laughs> in, in England, right? The way they do things, imagine a, a seller, you know, going to, you know, six or seven or eight different brokers and hoping that they sell their house when you could go to, 43,000 brokers to sell their house. Like, who's more likely to sell their house?
0: Yeah, no, you're 100% right. As a matter of fact, this statistics show that most houses are sold not by the listing agent, but a majority of the homes, uh, close to 90%, are sold by a co broker agent, somebody else that's been brought into the transactions because of the, the MLS. You know, the core tenets of the MLS are efficient, efficiency, transparency, and pro-consumer. And and our MLSs today fit every single one of those those items,
1: I, I think you need to be on the actual pag in the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going. We're going to skip the f uh, the uh, <laughs> S- secretary for Florida Realtors, and we're going right to Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know it, it, it's hard because you know, unfortunately, sometimes our, our legislatures or our, or our government agencies don't see um, what we see every day, right? and and, and again, it is the best open marketplace for consumers. Uh, you know, when you could expose your property, like you said, to tens of thousands of agents, and actually in our state, over 200,000 agents um, belong to MLSs that belong to our state cooperative MLS. Um, I, I mean, it, it's just, we, how else are you going to expose your property? And it's, it's basic supply and demand, right? I mean, you get more eyes on the property, you get more people interested in the property, the consumer wins.
1: Two reasons why a a house sells, price and exposure, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so you take away a little bit of that exposure, then, well, then guess what? The price doesn't go up, it goes down. You know, so, um, you know, it's interesting you you talked about, like, legislators and, you know, just, you know, when we were talking about how, you know, know, they're not seeing it or they're not, you know, maybe they're not being... um, asking the right questions. Maybe they're, you know, not surrounding themselves with the right people. You know, they're not surrounding themselves with real estate people. Like, you know, it used to be in the, our society, right? We would go ahead and, you know, if you believed in something and I believe differently, then I would try and find out why you believe that. Not that I want to, uh, you know, agree with you or not that you're going to make me convince me or, or change my mind. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to seek a different perspective. So now I understand how you feel and the reasons why you feel. I still may not agree with it, but at least I understand and I'm seeking that perspective. Now that's that's off the table. Now I'm going to find out information so that I can prove that you're wrong and I'm right. right? Well, yeah,
0: yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's I true. Mean, it, you know, in a way it is, but we we have an incredible, our realtor organizations are built just the way you said, they should be built. Quite frankly, there's a lot of debate. There's a lot of discussion. I mean, but we come up with policy in, in that that is is good for the agent and good for the consumer. Everything. If we always focus on what's good for the consumer mm-hmm. in everything that we do, because that's who we serve. right? Sure. We serve the consumer. If we we continue to focus on that, and we can't make we can't make wrong decisions. And unfortunately, whether if if the DOJ or the legislature, we got to continue to just Tell our story and show why we have the best system. And like you said, there are places throughout the world, quite frankly, that are trying to emulate the system. You know, in my office alone, we have one of the founders of Keller Williams France, and you know, they are trans transforming how real estate is done in in Europe. I mean, it's it's what our regulators would like us to see is more of that European system. And it's amazing how they're actually trying to move away from those from those systems.
1: Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's cutthroat. I mean, it really is. It's not good for the consumer. It's not good for the realtor. I the don't, po-
0: you know, David, I quite frankly, I don't understand to have your property listed with one agent and only one agent could sell that property. I right. mean, I don't see yeah. how that's in the best interest of the consumer. No, you're
1: limiting it to their network. You're not limiting it. I mean, imagine limiting it to 225,000 realtors in the state, you know, um, and every one of their networks. Yeah, absolutely. So, you, you know, I mean, you can't tell me that's not pro-consumer. I mean, it's it's crazy, and and I wish someone had you know um, some higher ups ears so that they could understand that you know what's in the best interest of the consumer has always been at heart. Now, I think it's always good to keep um, uh, you know anybody accountable, right? Um, to keep you know uh, the real estate industry to say, hey, you know what, we have your eyes on you, so we're going to keep you accountable. Great you know what, we're going to make sure that we show you that the value of the MOS and the value of the realtor is always going to be eyes on consumer first.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And listen, the basis of a lot of these lawsuits or or what the government is looking for comes down to commission. And commission is 100% negotiable in, in the transaction. It's negotiable in every aspect of the transaction. So, you know... Good agents, good consumers, good buyers, good sellers—they're aware of that, and they're aware of what they're paying and what they're paying to be represented by qualified people um, that are representing them in their best interests. So,
1: yeah, great. So, um, getting back to the MOS—I mean, it's a very prestigious honor to um, you know chair uh, the MOS committee and then you know MOS emerging technologies. I mean, um, you know, tell us about a little bit of your volunteer service and why it's important for the real estate industry, and maybe other realtors that may be listening, why it's important for them to get involved.
0: Yeah, I no, I really appreciate that, David, because as you know, one of my presidential um, initiatives when I was uh, president of the Broward Palm Beaches and St. Lucie Realtors was to find our future leaders, and, and it all comes down to passion. You know, I was tapped on the shoulder one day um, by a past president, Judy Ramella, and she Said, get involved, and I said, well, do I want to get involved for I don't. I'm good. I don't want to. See, so, do me a favor. Come, come to, come to a meeting, and I was hooked. You know, when I when I realized that us as volunteer members, as realtor volunteer members, we actually can make change. I mean, we, we really have a voice. We are so, especially in our association, the Brown Palm and St. Lucia Realtors. We are so member centric, and and that's thrown around a lot. But we 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 you know we set we set the uh, policies i mean we we look at policies we create policies we let the staff and the ceo know how what we want get to, to get done and they carry it out i mean it's a great partnership it really is but there's so many different ways to get involved. I started on the, on the on political action side. I started in government affairs. I was very interested in our local politics. I was uh, chair of our government affairs committee. I was then uh, moved on to the PAC side of raising funds for the political action committee, which was a lot of fun because it wasn't Republican. It wasn't Democratic. It was there to help promote realtor issues and stuff that works for, to protect private property rights for the consumer, the sure. homeowners. And I, I still am very involved in that. I'm a gold, uh, golden president circle major investor hall of fame and um i i love the pack side of things and then as i worked my way through that on every every committee in the state level uh, on the local level um I, when I was president, I just we, we decided we needed to reorganize a multiple listing system. And I just, you know, that's another thing. You either get a bug <laughs> for that or not. And right. I got to tell you, I, I really, really, really enjoy the policy side and, and, and of that. And we reorganized the system. And when Jared Lowe became president, you know, he came to me and says, well, you know, there, there's nobody better I can think to be our chair of Beaches MLS than the person who um, helped build it. And uh, would you do that? And I was not ready for that, quite frankly, but I did agree to that, and that was four years ago. <laughs> so once you get that we, bug, we, once we call you, get you that MLS bug. Godfather
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you know MLS doesn't move as quickly no. as a lot of other things. It's like any technology; it sure. takes time, right? It takes time to develop. It takes time to um, if you're building back end systems, and I don't want to get into the technical stuff, but nothing in MLS happens overnight. Nothing in real estate happens overnight, but sure. definitely nothing in the MLS happens overnight. So you need some continuity to make sure that things get. You know go through Absolutely. and my goal today is to what it was before is to find our future leaders to find our future leaders on the association side to find our future leaders on the m l s side so that our industry could continues to grow
1: awesome well, i want to touch on a story um you know because if you want to, I mean, first of all, you tapped me on the shoulder, so I thank you. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, Jared Lowa just uh, he actually probably pushed me. <laughs> but he's more, uh, he's more intimidating than I am. He is, he is. Um, but an interesting story. And I'll tell you why, not only did I get involved, but why I was hooked. Because when I heard this story, um, you know, and I, I wasn't really, you know, part in the high you know i was on a couple committees I was in a leadership academy during the time um but like when this story this story hooked because then i knew that there were the right people at the right time and there were people that had the right reasons for being volunteer leaders so back in i think it was 2017 when uh, the merger 17 so um, for those that um, are not up to uh, snuff with uh, a lot of the merger talk, um, we used to have the Realtors Association of Palm Beaches. Uh, we used to have the uh, Razzle, the Realtors Association of St. Lucie. We used to have the Greater Fort Lauderdale Realtors Association, the South Broward Realtors Association. And so all of those, um, basically, um, for the largest merger in any our history, RAPB and Greater Fort Lauderdale, um was great timing for it and, and and great leaders at the right time for it and you were you were president you were president of RPB at the
0: time I was actually the good I was Party president incoming elect president yeah
1: So you were president elect you were slated to and and for those that don't understand the 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 significance of this it's it's a long time coming. I mean, you know, it's 10 years of volunteer work and then you're already preparing for your presidency. So when you get blindsided and say, Hey, we're going to merge. And you know what? The only way we can merge is maybe someone, either the president elect from greater Fort Lauderdale or the president elect from RBB, kind of step down or step away. Um, it's pretty amazing, right? So you stepped away as um, I think you you quote, uh, his name's Charles McMillan, right? Yeah. Uh, I never had the privilege of meeting him, but he talks about the greater good. Greater good. So yeah. you did it for the greater good of the industry, greater good of the association, because you believed in it, right? No. And that's making a difference. And so when you want, you want leaders like that, someone who's willing to do the hard things, to step away for the best interest of, whether it's the consumer, realtors, its members, all of it.
0: Yeah. Well, David, you know, it, it was easy because, you know, I, I grew up in a family of servant leadership and I, I talk about my mom and, and she's no longer with us. And especially not the Mother's Day weekend, right. it was hard. But yeah. I do remember so much of she was a parent advocate. She ran for the school boards in New York City where they told her parents don't win, only politicians do. And she served them wrong and she served 21 years on that school board, and a lot of them as president of that local school board for one reason and one reason only to be a voice for the children. None of us ever went into education. None of us got jobs in the school system. None of us, there was nothing there. It was just 100% for the voice of the children. And, and, and I, I just, I, that's how I was growing up. And when I saw the opportunity to get through a, could have been a stumbling block, Quite mm-hmm. frankly, of getting this merger done, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even a second thought. It was just like it's. I'm not here for me. I'm here for the organization. I'm here for the realtor community. I'm here for the 1.5 million members of the National Association of Realtors. I'm I'm just I'm just a piece in the puzzle.
1: No, and we're all pieces in the puzzle. But you know what? Not everyone has our, the right intentions. I'm not. You know, you know, some people just like the title. You know, and they show up and, and you know who those are. Like you show up in a committee and you don't talk and you sit there and you don't really participate, you know. And, and I mean, listen, there's always going to be some of them, right?
0: It's unfortunate. Uh, but know. I, you know, a past president of National Association of Realtors, uh, Movisi, told me once it's easy to get in the room, but it's hard to stay in the room. Yeah. And because and people realize that very, very, very quickly Agreed. who's there for the right reasons and who's not.
1: Yeah. And, you know, um, it's like in life and anything, you know, um, be there for the right reasons, do the right thing and do the, the greater good. Always do the right thing and yep. everything will come back. Yeah, absolutely. So that story resonated with me, right? That story resonated with me because you put your own personal, you know, beliefs or, no, nah, personal beliefs are wrong. Your own personal, you it's know. just the
0: way I was raised. Promotion, it, it, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's the only way I know how to do things. And
1: and, and, and I love it. And so now you're running for FR um, secretary. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, and you know, uh, 2024, and you're and you're um, you're up against um, a, a great lady, yeah, um, Cindy Burge. Um, she's a, she's a great lady. Um, she, you know, a lot of people like her and whatnot. Here's the thing: like when you look at as an FR director, and you want leaders to represent you correctly and the right way, you need to be able to have some. Um, ammunition behind you, something that some actions, some initiative that you've already done. Um, and the reason why I'm going to vote for you is because you're on the MOS. We don't have an MOS industry expert up there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I love all of them and, and, and they will tell you, I mean, if you, if you spoke to all FR leadership, they don't have that MOS industry expert. And guess what? The MLS coming up has some issues. Yeah. Um, there's some changes that are coming, and we need an MLS expert to represent the Florida Realtors, the 225,000, uh, you know, um, FR members. And, well, and
0: we- it's the one thing that every single member touches. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. It's the one thing that everybody uses on a daily basis. And like I said, there have been business practices built around the MLS. So I always say, what, what if? What if the MLS doesn't exist? Uh, What if there's no offers of cooperation or compensation? You know, what does that look like, right? Are you prepared, quite frankly, for those possibilities? And I'm not alarming people. I'm just opening their eyes. And as you said, this is not, you know, going back to what you said before about the mergers, I truly believe that leadership teams are teams. It's not about any one individual, David. And in this current leadership team at Florida Realtors, it's an amazing team. You know, George Guerra, he, he's Mr. Global. He's yep. going to keep us on the international stage in the forefront of global for many years. You know, I look at Chuck Bonfiglio, a past, you know, son of a past president of Florida Realtors. He knows his way around an association better than anybody uh, that I know. You know, Tim Weissire is a rock star when it comes to advocacy. And Gia Arvin, who's going to be our president next year. She's amazing. And she's so focused on member services. Well, I bring a piece to that team, a piece that's missing right now that is going to complete that team to a level that touches every single one of our Florida realtors.
1: And and um and if for those that are are listening and and you know and for those who have met uh, Cindy and who, who have met you um and you know it's interesting because you know although we're collaborators and we're competitors and we're we're going through this and um you know and having great relationships with all these people we have to do what's right for us, right? No one actually sees who you vote for because it's done Mm -hmm. anonymously, right? Absolutely. I, I guess the thing I would say is make sure that, you know, if any FR director's listening, make sure that you vote with logic and reasoning and the reason why you want, who you want someone to represent you up there and who's going to complete that? Well, team?
0: David, listen, at the end of the day, we are a professional trade organization. Sure. I mean, this is the way I put food on my table. This is how I put my kids through school. This is how I pay my mortgage. And this is how I my, my, my family, you know, survives on a daily basis. And I know yours too. And, um, you know, we have to ensure that what what has been very good to us continues to be very good for the future generations of realtors out there.
1: Agreed. So, what should we talk about next? Um, well, we won't talk about you. You don't really uh, deal with basketball, so uh you know. <laughs> hey, well, baby. Yeah, I got, I, listen,
0: I, I was actually in Boston this weekend during Game oh. 7. <laughs> I, oh, I actually man, was, uh, I grabbed the train right out there at the North Station to go out to Salem, and boy, there was a lot of green jerseys. Yeah, uh, I'm around sure. There's there. going to be a lot of green jerseys down there, too,
1: unfortunately. Uh, no, you know, so... You know, most people don't understand, you know, what the MOS and what a local association um, does for them um, in in not just the, you know, and how the MOS space has really kind of changed. And, um, you know, we've experienced an amazing growth. We're in a a great position in that we, um, you know, we own our own MOS and and we have, um, what that does is, you know, as you mentioned, you know, MOS can't move very quickly, but we are actually putting in position um, to be able to move a lot quicker than um, most MOSs because we own it and now we're, um, you know, doing uh, the back end database and all that kind of stuff. So um, tell us a little bit about, where do you think the MOS is going to be in the next five well, years?
0: That's a great question. And I think we heard a lot of this at NAR this week, and I think it's it's there's two letters: AI. Okay, <laughs> and, and um, artificial intelligence is is here. Mm-hmm. If if you know, I, I when I speak to some people, they said, "Oh, I heard 25 years ago that artificial intelligence was going to take the role of a real estate transaction," and you now 25 years ago it was a dream, right? Mm. And, um, it was a thought. Uh, and we had very little AI. Now, with, I mean, how many people have not used Chat, Chat GPT at this mm-hmm. point? I'm not even going to say how many people used it. I'm going to say how many people have not used it at this time. AI is going to be wonderful for the agent and the consumer as long as we use it correctly, and and we we use it in the right way. Okay? Sure. Because the one thing that about the MLS that is so important to the MLS is that you're giving a true picture of a property yep AI has the ability to alter perception of properties or or, or, or different aspects of, of, of marketing a property so we have to be very careful to be clear what may be artificially created and what is the actual description of 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 a property. Nothing. Listen, we have so many more people today that buy property sight unseen, especially here in South Florida. They come from other places. They don't have time to, you know, to actually visit the property, but they use FaceTime or some of the other aspects. They, they find a great agent that's going to represent them. They go show the property, but there's nothing. There's nothing like touching and feeling and being in that property. Um, but it happens every day. My, my concern with artificial intelligence is that we might not be giving a true picture at times of what that property um, looks like, so we have to make sure that we're protecting the consumer through the, through the process. But it is going to enhance the consumer experience greatly. I mean, we could take down walls and we could look at what what a space will look like if we move this room to someplace else. We could put. I mean, we we could use the technology in a way that is going to be. A fantastic experience for both the agents and the consumers. We can indicate which properties are more likely to sell at what price. We could do valuation work with it. But again, we have to be very, very careful. And we're seeing that even on a national level. We hear this talk all the time about even Google and Facebook saying that we need some legislation to control Mm -hmm. AI, right, at the end of the day. We are in the people business. This is a relationship business, David. A computer can't do what we're doing. Here today, right? Having you know, this open conversation, because sure. um, we have emotions. We have, there's other things in residential real estate, especially it's an emotional mm-hmm. transaction, right? We say logic makes you think, emotions make you act. Um, computers don't give you a lot of emotion.
1: Yeah, no, it's and, and a lot of times to your point, you know, there's an exaggeration or embellishment um, that doesn't give you the accurate picture. So, um, you know, there has to be some degree of, you know, rules and, and you know, regulations or guidelines um, that you fit within so that you could at least, um, you know, decipher, which is, you know, it's kind of like when things are virtually staged or, or, or you know, or, or pictures are put up there or, or you know, um, You know, you use adjectives, amazing, you know, spectacular Mm -hmm. and those kind of things. You just got to be very careful as to, you know, you want the true picture and you don't want liability on as a real estate agent and certainly a, a broker. Um, And a consumer, for that matter, to, you know, um, come back and, well, you said this was this or this was that. And uh, so you you just got to be careful with it. And AI is definitely here to stay. Absolutely.
0: Um, And this is is another reason why I believe I'm the right candidate today, because mm -hmm. I've been in these conversations since day one. Mm -hmm. I I fully understand what is happening right now. I see what's happening right now. Uh, We evaluate and we're looking at policy in regards to this right now. Um, I do have the opportunity to meet with some of the top people that understand this that are in in the development in this industry i have those direct contacts if i have a question i know who to go to to get that information and 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 that is what's needed today on on the state level because our business what real estate looks like today you asked me before we went back five years and what a difference between then and today Mm -hmm. is guess what I don't think we need another five years. (laughs) Let's see what happens in two or three years, what our industry looks like. Well, you know what? I don't have that learning curve. I've been part of this conversation and discussion from day one.
1: Yeah. And you know, um you know, it's interesting about AI is um, you know the way I I see that you know they can actually take pictures and write your descriptions based on the pictures and and what's in there. So it'll see that you have wood floors and it'll say gorgeous wood floors with you know da 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 da, da with a pool and uh, absolutely, Lakers. and that's the good you part know. of it. Right, that's right, the right. great part of it. Right. We
0: will get more accurate descriptions sure. of property, right? We will so, get more accurate valuations of property, sure. But, you know, years ago when these other companies came up with automated valuations, I'll never forget this sign I saw in San Diego in the airport. And it just mentioned a company and said, you know, this company gave out valuations and it says, when's the last time that company's been in your home?
1: Oh, that's great. Right? right?
0: So at the end of the day, we're we're on the ground. We're actually touching and seeing and everything else. Again, a computer's going by what it can read right? But they don't necessarily maybe know that there was mold six months ago uh, behind this wall or that the building was going through financial (laughs) trouble. And, you know, so, I mean, there's so much more value that that a real estate agent brings to the transaction. And my goal, uh, you know, as an industry leader, as, as a secretary of Florida realtors is to ensure, to ensure that the real estate agent remains the center of every single real estate transaction.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, You know, if we go back and we we sum up uh, today, right, Uh, MOS is important. Um, It's cooperative. It's pro-consumer. AI is here to stay. Um, we have to have some rules and guidelines and, and make sure that it gives it the accurate picture that we, uh, we believe it's going to be. And there's only one candidate for FR secretary, <laughs> Jeffrey Lavine.
0: Thank you so much, David. Uh, so, I but, but we're
1: not done yet. <laughs> we're not done yet because we always end the, end the breakfast with the broker with two questions. Sure. All right. Give me David. Right, me. Here you go. So what is your favorite all time streaming series, like a Netflix series or, or movie, if you prefer a movie? And what are you currently watching?
0: Mm, that's great, because it depends what my wife is watching, uh, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> Quite don't get frankly, that choice. Um, there's, um, you know, gosh, there's so many, because of the streaming, streaming movies. What did we just watch? I mean, there's a great one out of it. You know, it's actually an adaptation from an Israeli uh, fada. Oh, I uh, love that! Yeah, that, oh. was, that was an interesting that was an interesting movie, and actually, and it, is, uh, and, and it opens your eyes to to a lot of different things that you just don't realize. On Apple happening.
1: TV, Tehran is also has oh, a yeah. couple of the yeah. um, those characters um, from Fauda. Yeah. In there, and uh, that's very good too. But
0: uh, you know, there's some comedy. Uh, the, Mar- uh, the magnificent Mrs. Maisel is it? Yeah. Or that's yeah. another funny one because that yeah. goes back to my days in right. New York City and and growing up in that environment. So um, I just think there's, yeah, you know, there's so much great stuff
1: out there. Oh, I'm, you know, uh, yeah. I'm watching Succession and and Ted Lasso. And Ted Lasso, uh, uh, yeah, those, both of those. The lessons are, of Ted you, Lasso. You, right? you <laughs> to, if you haven't watched Succession, yeah. if you have not watched Succession, yeah. that might be top five show of all time.
0: All right. Well, we're putting it right yeah, on the HBO list. HBO Max. HBO yeah, Max. Yeah. Three months from now, after my um, my, my campaign, I get yeah. to watch something. Yeah, I, exactly. I right exactly. Up. You're
1: on the campaign. And what right. was your second question? No, I always end it with two questions, right? What are you currently watching? Oh, What's your favorite of all watching. time? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. your favorite all time? Well, movie, show, anything? All of it. Oh, whatever. Right. Whatever, you, so whatever comes I'm, to mind. I,
0: you're going to laugh. I am a... Um, a huge, huge Hanna-Barbera fan. So I grew up on the Jetsons and oh. and, and, and the Flintstones and stuff oh, yeah. like that. You're not even so allowed c- to use the Flintstones <laughs> anymore. <It's crazy. laughs> yeah, okay. Those cartoons. <laughs> but honestly, my favorite all-time movie of all, probably the one I've watched multiple is is the Godfather series.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Godfather that's why they series. call you the most Godfather. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Listen, I can't thank you enough, Jeffrey Levine. Uh, you know, um, You're you're a very good friend. You're a mentor. And I appreciate all that you do for our real estate industry. Um, I know not everyone says it, but I I really do appreciate um, um, everything you do. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much.
0: much. Thank you so
1: much. So Breakfast with the Broker, every Tuesday. Uh, Please, 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 if you like this podcast, uh, please like, please subscribe, and please make us a very, very happy person by reviewing our on Apple podcast. So we thank you. Breakfast with the Broker, every Tuesday.